into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! What's this Everybody loves a clown. Oh, hey! Everybody loves a clown, which is not true, except for the Vim. The Vim don't like them. They're full of lead in their mouth, and that hurts. What they call it, lead sprinkler? Something like that. Welcome to the uh, Blacklist After Buzz After Show. Uh, We are here talking about episode uh, 11? 12? 12? I'm going to be on top of it. All right. 12? 12. 12. Thank you. The Vim, uh, which are which the Vim are now number 132 on the blacklist. Yeah. Uh, I'm Joe Braswell. I'm joined, as always, by the lovely Julia Carley. Hello, gentlemen, everyone. Hi. And I'm joined, uh, like, increasingly, as always, yeah. by the the almost equally lovely Joe Sanchez. I appreciate the loveliness. And, uh, yeah, you're very lucky I'm here. It's very... It's, you're, you're, it's like four times in a row? No. No, I skipped one. Remember, a couple weeks ago, and I got all kinds of Oh, that's right. That's right. All right. Uh, the Vim. The Vim. Vim. Let's talk about Vim. I mean... <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, lots of... You know, John uh, Bulkenkamp said, mm-hmm. like, this is... Buckle up. This is going to be a strange one. And he was right. And he was correct. It is was a strange one. Lots to discuss. Um, but before we get started, I want to have uh, you join me for a little limeade and scotch. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I, I have the scotch. You have, you have the limeade. Scotch, scotch, scotch. <laughs> it's all sweet and rum. That's another show I'd watch. The, uh, you know, I thought I thought for one minute, for one second, Aram's going to be like, you can come back to my voice. It cuts like like Aram riding like Cooper Holman his handlebars. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we'd have to put the music so behind like, it. Yeah, so we so can like, have uh, the best music friend too. by Queen or whatever oh, it is. <laughs> um, anyway. My I, best friend. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I, I, I really like that. Uh, lots to like in this episode, and a lot, I love. I'm really loving. Uh, we have a very somber, almost creepy, very angry, pissed off red for most of the episode. I was trying to figure out his tone, and then I realized, oh, he's he's got he's mad because Lizzie is a got beat up and is not home resting, and he got the guy who got her, and uh, she's pregnant, and he knew it, so. But they read played the whole episode pretty much from a standpoint until he got to the camp until he got to the campsite. But he could play notice the whole episode like with a frown and very like somber. Mm. I was like, I was, I, was, I was afraid of him. Like, well, he's also worried mad. about what her. Well, he is mad. He's, I know. Uh, I he's afraid. wondering what her next move is going to be with yeah. Tom. Yeah. Um, and you know, so yeah, so that we it, we'll, we'll, now we have the spy baby. But now the debate is: Does she keep the spy baby? Does she adopt the spy baby? I lo- I mean, give the spy mm. baby for adoption. I, I love that they just, you know, they're not even, you know, politically making the move to not even bring up, like... Not like keeping the baby? Right. It's yeah. adoption, or it's, you know, or it's, I'm keeping it. That's it. Um, so that, that that's interesting. Um, which it still seems, well, I don't want to get into that. Uh, it seems like it's one of those, like, it almost seems like it's one of those things where there's like a missing scene, like, like there's been too much death, we're not going to... Right, know, or, or, but it's also a thing to... 
you know, the the keeping the baby safe or keeping the baby, you know, if, if anyone knows that there's a baby in the world that's connected to Lizzie or Tom or Red, you're still, it's still in danger. Yeah. So yeah. it's almost like if you have the baby, then you should keep the baby to keep it safe as opposed to like sending it away to some non-spy parents. You know, right? Some some, some muggles, squares. some just, muggles. Yeah, <laughs> some stiffs, some muggles. <laughs> Give me a minute. Um, but lots of lots lots to discuss here. I want to get three things. I want to touch on. I want to touch on. We will get to the whole Vim and that whole storyline, which is goddamn confusing. Maybe maybe it's not that confusing. It's not that not confusing. Too confusing. Okay. I just okay. Well, then maybe I'm an idiot. I understand what happened. I just I still I still don't understand why. That's all. What do you mean? So the Vim, the this religious group, remind me of the uh, the, the the High Sparrow in Game of Thrones, but like the uh, oh yeah yeah so yeah the, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Much, I saw the hoods and the thing. Yeah. I'm like, Whoa, where's the so anyway with what's his name? The Infinity own one. You understand? Uh, what's his name? The Jonathan Price. Yeah, Jonathan yes. Price. Anyway, so the Infinity. Jeep so they come up with this great oh, opening scene, and I feel like everyone loves a clown, but obviously, I think it's clearly everyone hates a clown hate because. Clowns. Well, the Flippin clown hate him. The clown got his comeuppance. It was like we all hate clowns. Let's see what happens to him. That was a that was pretty disgusting. Was that too much for you? It was a bit yeah, much. I, I, I kind of hear all you. of it was a bit much. The medieval thing and the thing like what are they pouring down? And then turn out it's a lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that those shots of him burnt up. Nah. Uh, like, you guys what? are babies. I love a good torture scene. Nah. What a I way to go. love a good medieval torture scene. Mm. Come on. Yeah. What's they the helplessness? Re- back in the medieval days, they really knew how to do it. They, 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 they were good. They yeah, were good. they, they were inventive. They were. You gotta give it to you them. You know, you you really can become incredibly inventive when you're when you're torturing for Christ. Yes, there's oh. just there's just something <laughs> that happens when you're torturing for Christ. Um, that, well, yeah. So they they knew how to do it. Not like those. Never mind. <laughs> not like Bush like, like Cheney. Those. those. Right. Oh, yeah. You poured a bucket of water on his head. Waterboarding this is uh, the torture humor. This is where we're at. That's <laughs> this, is where we're at right now. this is where they brought us. It, it's uh, a derivative show. It, it's where they set us. That's where we have to go. Uh, so that okay. So, so, so then we find out that these guys are part of this group and they're getting their information from. Uh, we see this one guy gets information from uh, a priest, mm-hmm. presumably a priest who gives him a file on the guy. We learn that these guys are all bad guys or child molesters, presumably. Mm-hmm. And this is why they're being taken out. And then we learn actually the the perpetrators, the people in in the vim, are actually former child or pet, pet, former pedophiles themselves mm-hmm. who have self mutilated themselves mm-hmm. um, and are now eunuchs. Yep. Uh, another another Game of Thrones callback. Now, now, now here's here's where why I'd like to I'd like to briefly technically get into this if Don't. you feel like we're in the position to do so. I, I, do well, not, uh, I do maybe not, someone well, on the YouTube channel. No, but will I did have a little research idea. here because I have to. Uh-huh. I have to say there are uh-uh. several levels of uh-uh. eunuch. Okay, there are several. And if, and if you're if you feel prepared to have this discussion, I because I, I feel like it's an interesting discussion to have because uh, it, apparently if you if you if you want to if you want to prevent a boy from having urges as he moves into adulthood, the Italians did a lot. They called them castrati. It was so you could keep these high tenors, these boys whose voices never changed. Right. You would just take off the testicles, okay, and you would leave the you would leave the the unit there, but. If you want to stop a man from having the urges, removing the testicles is not adequate. You have to remove the entire situation. So got it. And then once the entire situation has been removed, <laughs> then you have to keep something in the urethra to keep an opening to piss from. Okay. And apparently you heal around whatever you kept up there, and then you can remove it later on, and then you pee like a... The, the, see what I'm saying? Great. And usually they would use... 
I don't know. The bamboo is yes, what we bamboo. came up with, but that was the ancient Chinese thing. I don't. Right, I right. cannot we, imagine. We this. did some heavy googling. Yeah. before the show. To, to, I'm to not sure this. where you go to. If you go to the flower shop, you're like, have you got any really small bamboo? <laughs> no, it's going to have to be smaller. <laughs> so this is our public service announcement to you who are wondering about Unix or the degrees of Unix or, or the the whole uh, history. Well, I mean, if this part the of the episode, you know. the whole thing, and I don't think shaving the eyebrows is required, but it's certainly what All they right. chose. So they self-castrated themselves, and they were walking You don't have to say self-castrated themselves. I mean, you, you just say they self-castrated <laughs> You're being a little double. They self-castrated themselves. It it's seems wrong. redundant, doesn't it's it? double redundant. I think so. All right. Yeah. I'm not sure. I've never yeah. done it. Not going to. They, 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 what, what? That's and, then, and then, and then, like a whoosh, and ah! So then, so they're out there, and it turns out that actually they're not getting, um, they're not doing this to, to, they're not killing child molesters at all. They're actually killing, uh, money, money launderers. launderers for, I think it's probably safe to say that the clown and the child psychiatrist were not laundering money for anybody. I think they were probably pedophiles. But the they were getting a little mix of both, right? Yeah, and I, but I think that Red's guy in the beginning he said uh, he, has, he has a very dark side, but his dark side has nothing to do with children, right? And yeah. so that guy was not a, a pedophile. And then so it turns out that some of the guys were, but I think the ones we saw were, except for the last guy, right? Who only that, got punched in the grill. Now is that to help? I just I'm just trying to get okay. The so whole. so so the, the the cardinal was in charge of rooting out corruption. At the Vatican Bank. Yes. And this is actually based on a real story. This is actually something that's ongoing and has been going on for a long time. Okay. Uh, the Vatican Bank has been laundering money for various organizations for a long, long time. No one will ever know the extent of it because it's the Vatican Bank and it's its own city in the middle of, you know, it's kind of like a, it's a Disneyland-sized city in the middle of Rome. And it has its own jurisdiction and it can do whatever mm-hmm. it wants. So the Vatican Bank was being used for a long time to, to, to launder money for various organizations. There's all this whole shit went around it. And then the, with, with the new pope... He kind of came in, he said, uh, uh, no, that's fucked up. And so he put some people on it whose job was to stop the Vatican from laundering money. And so what this story is kind of taking is extrapolating that and saying, okay, this is the guy who he put in to get rid of the corruption. He did, he rooted out the guys who were doing it before, and then he took over. Got it. And so what he's doing is using the them to eliminate the competition. So he's getting rid of anybody else who launders money so that everybody has to come to him. And then Red, essentially, in wiping him out, is making sure that the level, the playing field's even clearer, and he's the only game in town. Well so, said, well, Did that all work? Yeah. Well said. So here, in, here. In summary, he's using the them to wipe out them so they can come to him. Woo! So, right. Black folks turn everything into a rat. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, okay, so I, I, I do, I do understand. So, that, that's what happened. I, I think it's interesting. A couple things are interesting about this episode and the choice of how they chose to tell this story. I thought it's interesting that those people that did get it were were pedophiles. So maybe that is to give us a lack of empathy for the way they went out because well, that's, that's it. That's a way mm-hmm. to go. So it's like, oh, that's a horrible way to go. Oh, well, they're pedophiles. Okay. That's it. That's 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 the so, that's so the bone that. for us. That's right. for the audience. Like, and then the other bit, it's okay. The other bit is it feels like that you know the writers and those guys kind of felt like they said. You know, this is a Spotlight Academy Award nominated Spotlight, excellent movie. But like, let's deal something about 
you know, the Catholic Church and pedophiles and kids and let's 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 do that story. And then it's like, well, we can't really connect the two, but we can have them in the same area of each other. It's just oh, bizarre to me. So you're saying there's two overlap, there's two circles yeah, running, yeah, but the, they can't overlap. Yeah, we have That's the too priests much. in the Vatican and the, and the cardinal here, and then we have the the, the pedophiles over here. And they're kind of the overlapping. It's a Venn diagram as such, but they're not saying it's uh, the same thing. It's not, it's not, it's not. It's not I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah, I got you. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's an interesting way they did that. Kind of, so they got they kind of got it in there. Well, you know, the other thing is it's it's not like it's a new story, and it's not you know I think it's been beaten pretty hard. Uh, you know, it's been it's been beaten on pretty good. I think there's no there's not anything particularly new about doing that story. You know, what I'm saying if you make it about priests, then it, then it's really uh, and it, it's too simple. It wouldn't it wouldn't serve the storyline anyway because the storyline is about uh, is about the money laundering. Okay. Well, I agree. But, but actually, to me, the storyline is not so much. This is we're returning to the old days of the Blacklister being sort of the throwaway story and the, yes. the, the, the A story really being about the people we care about. Obviously, the A story here is about the spy baby and, what, and what's going to happen with the spy baby and what's going to happen with Tom and Lizzie and all that good stuff, which I want to get into. So, as we confirmed last week, Liz, Liz is pregnant. Um, we see a Tom Keen. Who we haven't seen in a while. It's back to like it's season it. one. Tom Keen, he's, without a doubt. He's so sweet. He's earnest and sweet and loving and adorable. He's, he's oh, off look to at Boston. You. It's kind of annoying. I'm I miss badass. You Tom. miss badass. He'll I, come back. He's off to Boston. He had a teaching job. How? I don't know. <laughs> the background checks in Boston. How? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you've been ahead and parked the car and have it. Yeah, well, I don't know. You don't exist anywhere, but uh, yeah, yeah, we'll give you a job. What accent is that? That was exactly. terrible. It was terrible. I apologize <laughs> to the exactly. city of Boston. Okay, please. Northeast. No, no, no. That was Northeast, horrible. Please. I'm sorry, Boston. Uh, we didn't do it. Um, yeah, so yeah, so he's, he's he's very you know he's sensible. He's he, is this this is the Tom King you've been waiting for, right? No, I like badass Tom. Really, that's okay. my favorite. Now, Tom. Let me ask you this: yeah. badass shirtless Tom. Let me ask you this. Now I should ask my wife this too because she thinks Tom is hot. Do you think you love badass Tom because there's a layer underneath that they spent all of season one giving you where you saw all the the sensitive lovey dovey Tom and then and then when it turns out he's a badass, but that layer is still there, but you don't like to be reminded of it. Do you think? Do you, would you have loved Tom if you'd never seen the first season of I Love Everything, I Wear Cardigans? If you had not seen that, if you'd just seen Badass Tom, would he be as sexy? Um, if he took his shirt off, yes. Got it. So it's it's, it's, it's much simpler for you guys than <laughs> I thought He was also just a lot more fun when he was Badass yeah, Tom. You know, true. every girl likes a, a bad time. boy. He was having fun. He was making jokes. He making was jokes. making He's jokes. He's kind of hardcore. Now, the dog's back. The dog is back. Uh, the dog. Uh, you know, we wondered what happened to the dog. There's the dog. Where's the dog been? Ah, he's right here. Can't get the seal I'll tell back. you what. So you know what? It's fine if they give the baby up for adoptions. They'll just get it back when they're ready to be a family unit oh, again. Yeah. Just <laughs> like the dog. Can we board the baby, please? Yes. We'd like the baby to stay. Uh, I want to I talk about this list. Um... Uh, or pros and cons. The pros and cons list. I mean, I posit. You read. I'm not a doctor, but whenever I write out a pros and cons list that involves the person I'm currently sleeping with, uh, I don't leave it on the table. Oh, I turned it over. He'll never flip it back well, over. I don't. I, I, Come on, I think that's that bad. A trope. Little cheap. I thought. Anyway, so pros Fair and enough. cons. Yeah, so the pros and cons list was interesting, and like two, three of the cons list, it was you know all, all, all the all, all the pros list. And the process was kind of weak too. Like, start a family, Tom. Normal life. One? Normal life, and then it was like, I have no friends. Yeah. I have no friends with kids. Like, I'm a felon. I'm a felon. <laughs> felons can't have babies. There's that. So I'm a felon. I don't know. Um, 
it, well, I, I want to get one thing out. It's, I do want to get the, get rid of the elephant in the room for is one second. Is there an second. elephant in here? There is an elephant in here. One, one second. And her name is Lizzie Keene. Uh-oh. Yes. So, I just, you know, we, we've been we've been getting a lot of flack lately. We over, did get some flack. Yes. Well, we, get, we in general, we, over the last you know, three seasons, uh, we've been doing the blacklist. We, first of all, I just wanted to be known and said that we love the show. This is why we do the show, right? Mm-hmm. We love we love all the characters, including Lizzie. We love the storylines. We've been very um, positive about the, the direction of the season uh, uh, the rest of the show this season. Um, it's not, first of all, there's two things going on here. And the first thing is, part of our, like, what we do here in this show is to not, we try to break down the episodes a little bit, and then we want to talk about what we think, what our opinions are of the episode and the characters and the maybe sometimes even the actors. We, in particular, it's no secret, are not huge fans of the character of Lizzie Keene's yes. choices. And so we're, so we're critical of, of Lizzie Keene's choices, the way she's written, and sometimes cri- critical of Megan Bone. But it's all in good fun. I think it's our, I think it's sort of we should have the right to be able to do that, um, and not just be like, you know, all pro blacklist all the time. Because we love the show. We're already in an environment. This is a safe environment where we all love the show. So Are, are we not in the tree? I thought we were in the tree. In the tree. Well, I, 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 no, I think that so if, you know, we're, so we when we love Lizzie, we'll we will love her, as yeah. Joe says all the time. And 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 when we love a Ram or or a wrestler or Navabi or Cooper, we'll we'll talk about them as well. Or my man uh, Chris Christopherson, who had a line today. He did. Um, he did have a line. A didn't line he? last night. Yeah, he did. He had a, he had a couple lines. A couple. So did Dembe. Dembe speaks. Dembe too. had a line too. Dembe was the best. That was this a, episode. That was a cool ass lean he did with the coffee cup too. The movie's like, I'm right here. Like leading against the thing that Christopherson, like the copy. Oh yeah. oh yeah, I was like, yeah. Anyway, so that we're we're so you know we're we're gonna continue to talk about Lizzie in you know and well, the good, the bad, the ugly. Let me say one thing, and I don't want to beat this up because it's not it's gonna take a path the show if we do that. There's there's only one thing to say from my point of view. A show uh, like this, you don't have one actor creating a character. It doesn't work that way. You have the writers, you have the directors, you have you have uh, you have the producers. You have an entire group of people that creates a character. It's not like it's an actor that goes out there with something out of the void and creates something. It's not fair that this is a whole group of people that creates this. So, so when when we as an audience have a response to what's gone on, it's not a response to a particular actor. That's unfair. It's a response to an entire process. So, so you know, if if for some reason we we feel that that something's going on that we think is is goofy or silly or whatever it's not we're not going after megan boone we're we're feeling like there is there is a character direction that that the entire show is taking that we don't like or maybe that we think is silly so does that make sense i, I just feel yeah. like we should say that because it's not like these things don't exist she in just happens to be the representative that's of it. it right so there's that so all that being said and who the hell are we anyway who cares <laughs> no it's good so 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 lizzie in this episode mm-hmm Bump the crap out of me again. Having said all that, <laughs> <laughs> and there was there, there was some bits in there. So and look, she's I don't know. That who wants to start? I don't know. I feel like we 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 backtracked a lot in all the character development that we've done in the last three seasons. This was like episode one all over again. It seemed like between Back Tom to and Lizzie, yeah. and now I'm she's okay with that. and now that she's brunette again, she just doesn't trust Red again. Yeah. After everything we've been through, we're back house. to the same tropes that we were doing in season one, season two that drove us mad. And I, now we're Give back. me blonde Lizzie back. R- read what I wrote after she said, get out. Yes. I'm a, come on, Lizzie. Come on, enough. enough. <laughs> She's sitting there with her emo music. <laughs> starting over. Loving Tom again. Like, 
Swear to God, she reads like the diary of a thirteen-year-old. It's unbelievable. And, I, and I, I want, we, we want to the show is centered around Elizabeth King. I know. I yes. Here's King. the other thing: I want her to be worth all the shit that people go through for her. I know. Yeah. Like everybody's like centered around this thing. Then I'm gonna be worth it. Still don't know why. I don't yeah. get it. And and here's the other thing: the red daddy shit is back. He's talking an awful lot about when mom was pregnant with Liz uh-huh. and all the things she was thinking about. Remember on day 27, she was thinking this. Day 32, she thought that. Day 18, she thought this. And But when you were born, I'm like, oh, are we bringing back the daddy thing? We sure are bringing back the daddy thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, People are mentioning online that, that um, Megan Boone's acting has gotten better. I agree. I think, I think Megan Boone's acting is definitely better from, from, from season one to now. I think that she's like lived in this character. I, I do believe Megan Boone as, as, as Lizzie Keene. And I'm seeing Megan Boone... Um, Outside of Lizzie Keene seeing her, you know, uh, out and being talked to and everything else, I think that she's clearly different from Elizabeth Keene, so it's not all Megan Boone, but um, I'm just really, like, Lizzie, Lizzie, drive me nuts. Lizzie's drive me nuts. That's all. No, 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 I, I love Megan Boone. Um, anyway, we digress back to, uh, back to our normal thing. So, yeah, so, so Tom leaves, he finds the note, and it's, it's, you know, he's like, ugh, I... What? This is the other thing I'm having trouble with. The Tom, like this, that the Tom arc of if him, if he tracked the whole Tom Keen arc from, you know, loving guy to conniving spying super spy guy to um, agent to you know uh, killing he killed Jolene the whole thing mm-hmm. right, the whole bit yeah all that stuff and then he's then he's a Nazi. And then he's all, all this stuff, and he loves Lizzie again, mm-hmm. and he's back, and now he's just like, "Hey, where's the dog? Let's go to Boston." Does it doesn't like does it track well with me? I don't know. Is that are you, are you buying the whole arc? Is there something off, or do you think it's like sort of plays true? Like which 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 is the real Tom Keen? Well, I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody that, which is, is why I'm so shocked that she's all lovey dovey over him again. Yeah, again, she just like it's like she doesn't remember anything that's happened. Yeah, she's 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 kicking red out five times a week. Yeah, and, and but Tom's no problem. No problem. The guy who you know, okay. Uh, well, she knew what she wanted from him. Was it last week with at the boat? Was that a couple weeks ago. Red's lied to her like well, Red doesn't tell her the truth, but never really, never, never lied, lied to, to her. Uh, he maybe conceals the truth, but doesn't lie to her. Tom's lied to her repeatedly. Oh God. Anyway. I don't know. I, you that know, being said, I want I want to see him happy. I want to see the kids happy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see them get back together. I'm just I just trying to you know. And Megan Boone's pregnant. No matter what they do, so they got to sort it out. They got to yeah. figure out what the hell they're going to do with it. She's uh, uber pregnant. She's is she yeah. super pregnant right now? Oh my god, they can't even hide it anymore. Yeah. They're um, so, and then they're you know they're behind in this episode. Yeah, I know. I'm saying like around. in this yeah. episode, she looked super pregnant. And you know, relentlessly optimistic. Tom, isn't that what she called him? Like all your your she called him relentlessly optimistic or something, yeah. something optimistic. Like that, yeah. yeah, you know. I'm, well, I think it's an interesting idea, right? Because he's he's this you know he's obviously a screwed up kid who got you know picked up by that that agency and and turned into this crazy agent. But I do like the idea of him being able to pick what character he'd like to be for the rest of his life. I do like that. I think there's a part of me that, that, that I, I buy that. Yeah, I think but that's could legit. you be with someone where you're like, okay, you picked this one. You have no idea who they are, where they come oh, from. Oh, I'm not now. saying from her point of view it's a good idea. I'm not, but I'm saying that I understand that it could be... I, I get what they did with him. I get it. Yeah. Like, I understand what I choose to... This is the life that he's choosing. Right. What would I, would I be like to my daughter? Like, yeah, you should definitely go out with him. He's choosing currently not to be a psychotic killer. So, yeah, yeah that's neat. He's going to put on one. the cardigan and everything. 
So I, I thought that was, was I agree. I thought it was interesting that Red sort of came in. He's like, uh, I'm pretty. He's like, I know. Of course I know. And I thought that was like, there's you know the moodiness, the <laughs> you know the 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 appetite, the this to mm-hmm. that. Of course Red knows, and I, I wrote that. Of course Red knows, and they can't fool can't fool Red. I've known for some time now. Um, I also liked the bit when um, you know Red's there, so explaining, trying to break down who the Vim is, and. Um, they're asking where's Lizzie, and he's like, "Don't worry, she's resting." And his concern there, and his anger there about that whole thing is still is really like palatable. Uh, and then Cooper says, "We well, you know we've got a team looking for the guy now." And he's like, "That won't be necessary." Yeah. You know that shit. Yeah, yeah. That stuff won't be necessary. Oh. I'm like, "Oh, okay, oh." I did, I did, I did like that. Uh, and then we come this leapfrogging to that moment where we come out of commercial break and we see Red like mid monologue mm-hmm. talking, and I was like, I was waiting for the reveal. It felt like I'm like, "Is this real? Is he gonna?" stage but like it, he was very very sincere and um I think re- received the call and then very coldly said what he did and then just shot the guy point blank yep. uh yeah that, that, that says a lot about you know Red's commitment to Lizzie Red's you know the speech about what he's become um the idea is that old you, just, you know it's like the old Sicilian thing that you guys do where you tell them the whole story before you whack them like just whack them like, why, why do you got to tell the whole story? Now, now here, in fairness to any other racist things you want to say, here's what? the thing about my people. I'm not, I'm not Sicilian, Listen, but I'm just... No, yeah, no, I'm nobody knows if any Sicilian ever gave a monologue before he whacked anybody, because the only person who could talk about that is the dude who got whacked. Right. So it's not like anybody came back and was like, you're not going to believe me. Talk for a half hour before he blew my freaking head off. It's crazy. <laughs> I was like, Tony, what are you talking about? Why do you keep talking like this? Your accent. I'm terrible today. For a guy so, who does this for a I know, they're really bad. <laughs> so, so, so here's, here's my point though. You know, it's obviously, it's, it's just a comfortable trope that we all like. I mean, I think the most likely, you know, it's not Sicilian, that's racist. But, okay. but I love the idea, I do like the idea of exploring conceptually. I mean, I said, I said we rap. What did, you what did. We rap, you kill people, I get what, it. Asshole. Uh-huh. What did, what does Red as a character get out of that moment where he has this discussion with that guy, because if, if you accept that it's not, if you, if you take it beyond the idea of just a trope or a, or a device to, to to further explore Red's character and give the audience something, but what does the character get out of it? I like that idea. Like he's he's you know he's, he's only able to say this to somebody, yeah, that he's going to be killing, yeah, you know, and he's and he's and you you wonder at some point in that was there a possibility of this guy not being yeah, killed? Well, there, there is a bit of like catharsis there, isn't there? Like you know the, his, the ability to be able to say like. Almost like I don't talk about this with anyone. Yeah, and people and, don't really understand this about me. And I, and I like the choice at the end where there is no in, in the 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 you know catharsis as we understand it, like this idea that there's a release. There was none. The, he, right. he, he 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 said all that. He shot the guy, and he picked all that baggage up, and he took it with him. He didn't leave anything there. And I like the idea that he says to him every time I, I kill someone, I, I kill a part of myself. Mm-hmm. So he's you know letting the guy know I'm you know this is going to hurt me as not as much as it's going to hurt you, but it's still going to hurt. But I, I like that idea, and I like the idea of exploring what he what the character you know gains and loses from that. I yeah. think that's interesting. Yeah, I, you know. It I, also I, shows that he doesn't kill just for the fun of it. It's a teaching moment. It's a teaching it's moment. A teaching yes. moment, yeah. In your next life, Killing you're going to thank me. with right. a good reason. Yeah. I, you had I, this I, coming. Uh, I, I did love that scene, and I love the coolness of, like, uh, it's almost like a, 
Yeah, hold on for a second, Lizzie. Dimbe, uh, do the thing. Okay, get back. Click. Ba, ba, ba. All right, Dimbe, make sure uh, get get Mr. Kaplan. Yeah. Mr. Kaplan, yeah. sorry, Mr. Kaplan. Mr. Kaplan. Kaplan. Um, so that was that was uh, very that was cool. And then when he gets to when Red continuing that when he gets to uh, my man at the campfire, that was a that was a little that was kind of menacing. It was bizarre. It looked like he was losing it a little bit. It was it, it was it, it was almost like a sadistic version of Red. Yeah. It was like you know I need to know like I mean fully a you know that he's. I mean, everything about that scene is terrifying. You get there. If this were another movie, it was like um, Funny Games or that movie, or like, uh, you know, do that movie? Mm-hmm. Naomi Watts? Oh, it's horrible. Anyway, <laughs> it's like Funny Games or the other one, like the the, the the Purge? Is that the other one? I don't watch those kind anyway, of movies. Anyway, the idea that you get there and here's this guy and he's got the wife and she's like, and he's like, oh, nice to join you. And she's like terrified. He's got the poker. And then he's like, I need you to tell me one thing. But first, you gotta sing. I need two things. Two things. Yeah. Two things. Two things. Like it's, it's, there's some there's some sadistic thing to that. Well, and Dembe had to put a stop to it, which and was Dembe an interesting sings. thing. Yeah, enough, Red. He didn't say that, but that's what I felt. That's like enough, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't be sure it was Dembe. I had to go back twice. I'm like, is that Dembe? That's Dembe. Well, the thing about that is, it makes it so chilling to me. Is like the guy's like, I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I was like, okay, listen, you're gonna tell me, but now you gotta sing first with your wife right there. And She's gonna sing too. Take off the do it, and like okay, it's, song's over. Now tell me what I want to know. It's like I and does he kill them? No, I don't think so. Right? We don't want to think so. Why, why kill him? The guy's driving around and is living in his Bentley, wearing a mink. Where you get their furs? Red that Who has furs. I gotta tell you, that scene scared the shit out of me. Mm, I got you. It was scary. It's yeah, scary. absolutely. Bet- between between the the, the the monologue with the guy in the chair. And that scene, like, Red is this, you know, you get the really scary Red sometimes. And, you know, I think someone in the chat room mentioned the head tilt and kind of his, like, you know, really, he's, I don't know, he's, 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 he's something, this Red. Anyway. He, yeah, he's, he's, he's an international criminal. He is. Um, so, so anyway, so let me, I like that part. I want to also talk a little bit about something we, we didn't really touch on last week, which we should have, is uh, the whole wrestler Navabi thing. Um, we we because there's that moment when they sort of said they have that like mo- the moment of together <laughs> you know they're sort of, they're zinging each other like back and forth. You're lousy right? in bed. Yeah, they, they she she got that last zinger in, but then this week um, there's a moment where you know they're kind of working together and doing the thing, and then uh, uh, Cooper says, "Oh no, it's fine." Like he wrote the glowing review, and so Bobby's working with him, and you know I'm feeling like it's all good and everything's all great, and really, in fact, it was not him at all it was well the second Cooper said it was really quite eloqu- eloquent if you'd like to read it I was like he didn't read he didn't write that wrestler's not the eloquent type no question come on the first conversation with the Rom you know and Rom's like oh that's that's great that's nice that's interesting I don't know and it's it's actually it's a good setup because I think fan service you know I think we all as fans of the Blacklist and all of us out there would much rather see Aram and Navabi together than wrestler and anybody. Well, I don't know about you, but I I know the rules of television, and Aram is going to have to hook up with somebody before he hooks up with Navabi. Otherwise, it's going to be uneven and weird. I would feel weird about it. This isn't moonlighting. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. As an emotional Diane, member of the audience, cheers. as an emotional member Ross of the and audience, Rachel. it's going to feel off center <laughs> if he doesn't hook up with somebody before he hooks up with her. All right, and then she'll finally see him. Yes. As the sexual being that he is, <laughs> I think it's. I think we're close now. I think uh, that. Uh, just saying. I. I. But I. Do, I do Otherwise, love, she's a tease. I, I, well, it's just getting weird. Now she's just up with a couple people in, in, on the team if that happens. But if he's Who's next, up with somebody, Cooper, he's single right? now. He's single. Hey. He's got scotch. Scotch. <laughs> scotch. Scotch. I have. I have a, a lightning. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't let know I made. Sweet around. But uh, I did, so I did like that uh, dynamic of Nova. And then we, we have to, as a character, be able to make up for Aram, the fact that Aram was the one who betrayed her out of jealousy, which, which did seem like kind of an odd move, but he was hurt when he, when he like, uh, he's the one who got her, yeah. helped get her, to lead Absolutely. to get her fired. So this was sort of his way of, of, of welcoming her back. I'm glad that she forgave him for that, forgave him for that, and uh, forgave him too. She forgave him too. I was going to let uh, it go. I was going to let it go. I was like, I'm letting it go. It's not like you at all. Nope. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so anyway, and then there's that line where he's like, it's hard to forgive sometimes, you know. Uh, so that was all sweet. I love that. And, um, once again, Wrestler and Bobby were really shitty FBI agents. Honest to God, I yelled at Oh my at TV. God. I that was like the it. worst yet. And my I wife really was like, think. what does FBI WTF mean? I'm like, I gotta say it more. That was, that was like one of the you, worst I've can, ever can seen. I just, can I just ask, I mean, does anybody in the FBI have a father, sister, brother, uncle in the FBI? Can you ask them? Is it common practice for FBI agents to be never calling for anyone to help them? Is that just common? I would think, I, I'm not a doctor. And I'm not an FBI agent, but I would say that, oh, this is weird. Candles lit, multiple screens in the dark. Right? Let First me of all, they come in guns a blazing without hey, knowing what they're no coming in for. Right? They had no idea what they were just trying to check it in, so their guns are blazing. No one's there. Can Call you, for backup. Can you, then they go down there, can you and just, then they split up. Uh, can you, and she, she's in a fight, and she's not even yelling help. No! No, I just fight you silently. Right. Here's the thing. Look, if, if, I'll, please, I'll let it go for please a just let me, please just let, let me ask you this. this. Just have them call for backup. Just once. So that I'll know backup's coming. And, <laughs> and that way I'll be like. Is that your plea to the writers? That's, that's all I'm asking. No. That way I'm not screaming at the TV, you're fucking idiots. All just right. call for the backup. That way, that whatever else happens, fine. I'll know that you've done something adult. And then you can go on and guns blazing and cowboy it up. Whatever. That, that was the most infuriating one I've seen. God, look, I'm I've red with, with my life. <laughs> look, look I, if I've learned anything from Scooby-Doo, yeah. <laughs> is when you're getting the... Is that you, you gotta split up. You gotta split up. Like and Velma goes either way. You it, never it, know which way Velma's gonna go. I wish. Uh, I wish. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. I do love some Velma. <laughs> She really could go either way. She does. She really could. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they split up, and then, somebody should write a song about her. And I agree when you're when you're searching, uh, you know, you know, dark, dark, candlelit catacombs with your flashlight yeah. only. You might want to be. I don't know. Especially after you have to run and then down you already. find the, that you, crazy tortured body. Right. Back up. to me. All right. Like, we, so we you, get could, that. you could say it, it, up to that point, you'd be like, well, I wonder. At that point, yeah, I think you call it him. Yeah. Hey, there's some lead that's used, been used uh, to open this guy up. He looks like he's rotten from the inside. Should we call it it? Now, uh, let's go down the dark corridor dear. and separate. Okay. Right, we're done. So that, so that, yeah, I had so, to bring it up. So that, Thank that you. Was, so we, that was good. And then, uh, but yeah, so Navabi did get off that great line, um, you know, about... Was it you were lousy in it's bed? nothing personal. Yeah. You, you were sucked lousy. in bed. Yeah. Is there any doubt, by the way... That wrestler would suck in bed? That wrestler would suck in bed? No question. I mean, he doesn't seem like the most, you know, the most... Uh, I finished up. You're good, right? All right, cool. The most gentle, giving, kind lover of that wrestler, right? <laughs> well, he had to go and he had to fix his hair and shave after. I mean, he, <laughs> I mean for a guy, yeah, he, oh, this guy knows how to shave. It's just not a lot of fun. And knows how to kick down doors. Like, does the tie come off? Do I don't know much about... I don't even know. I don't know much about lovemaking, but kicking doors isn't... Is it, is it, I understand that... That's nothing you ladies like. I love I love the idea of the girls in bed. Just, why, why do you keep kicking the door? I don't understand. <laughs> Am I missing something? <laughs> I don't know. Um, How many doors you got in here? So he starts his manhood. Yes. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's, he doesn't have a sex dungeon. He has a dungeon of doors. He's got like fifty. <laughs> he just goes around, and starts kicking them. 
<laughs> I think that they also, I think the writers also sort of closed the door at for Wrestler as a romantic lead at this point because there was that bit where you thought like Wrestler might be, you know, Lizzie, there might be, yeah, like, I might be this yeah. love triangle thing happening that they're dead. And then the Bobby happened Mm-mm. and the, oh, a love triangle with the ROM and then that, it, it, well, that still could be still a play. Could be. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you're the whole, you know, you were lousy in bed and he's like, mm, kind of got his comeuppance. I, it's kind of hard for him as the eunuch. audience, yeah, as the audience see Wrestler like, you know, yawning okay. and putting his arm around someone and sneezing and grabbing her boob or whatever. That's my move. That's a great move. That's that's the allergy John. swoon. Oh, Paul! What's happened to me? Knees, knees. What's happened to me? That's that, that's my suggestion. And then I married him. And then you married him, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Eric Curley. Eric Curley, ladies and gentlemen. It All works, right. guys. It works every time. Um, I we, like the way you sneeze. I, I like the way you uh, sneeze. I, I love the um, I love the uh, um, yes. Uh, the kick down the door. The Cooper stuff. The subtle Cooper stuff, because I feel like we kind of brought that out there with, with old Charlene and we're still following up on that. I love the way they're peppering in these bits of personal information. It doesn't seem, it doesn't seem too soap opery. I'm talking about outside the, the obvious Lizzie, Tom, real soap opera, but you know, we get little bits of, Nira- of, of, of Aram and the Vabi and then Cooper's getting the roses and the little touches like he's throwing the card away and he's got the scratch out. I love all that stuff. Yeah, I like it too. And I love wrong. that he handles it like a grown-up too. He yeah. doesn't. He, he's got a very adult approach. Yeah, I, I do love the guy in full full uh, ballistic gear. Oh yeah. Of, I don't know why you got full ballistic gear on, but hey, what? I'm not an FBI. Uh, I do like that full ballistic gear is apparently at the, the clubhouse, but you can't take it out into the street when there's a whatever when right. you're going after the vamp. But uh, so full ballistic gear with with the flo- with the flowers, and I like his response. Very adult. Uh, my office. Like we're not going to make a thing about this. And I, he was even subtle with the scotch. He was even subtle with the whole. I, yeah. I thought it was very, very good, very nice. I enjoyed it very much. Uh, this is how I, adults get divorced. And don't tell anyone about this. These, you know, these are the kind of the small storylines I would like to sort of. I like them. They kind of pepper those in because I want to investigate those. Yes. I want to see if Aram knows something. Or do we think anything's going to happen with this Charlene thing? Do, do, should Should Cooper take Charlene back? I mean, Charlene he, should he, still die somehow. I, I want to stick to that prediction sticking, from I'm season sticking. two. I think Charlene's yeah. going to make it. Trying and then he's going to be wrought with guilt. For sure not going to make it. I'm sticking with it. And God then maybe he, maybe he'll turn to scotch. Yeah. Even more so. More scotch. More scotch. More scotch. Just I keep it coming. limeade. I can't. I love the limeade. Um, I don't know. What else? What else you got in these you know, pages know. of notes? Do I don't. It's just else? a couple. Oh. That's, that's a light note, note taking from you. It's like new hairstyle. Oh. <laughs> oh, the new hair in the hair. Emo Lizzie. crashing at the office. Emo Lizzie. Oh, one thing I... Oh, the thing, the thing I Adoption. What about the conversation? What about the neighbor? Zoe? Yeah. Oh, Zoe. I missed Zoe. I liked her. You did? And Stanley? I, I don't... Baby I, Stanley? Yeah, baby Stanley. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, poor but choice. I liked Zoe. Zoe wasn't happy. It was like, you know, how much are you? Ah, like this little shit machine. Like, she's basically like... <laughs> I liked that. Cautionary I tale. Cautionary... Yeah, it's like, ah. It was pretty much like, don't do I mean, it, if Liz. you don't like having sex or sleep or eating, I guess it's okay. Like, well, I, I'll be joining I, you. It's like okay, so right. yourself. I've got, <laughs> what? I've got a six-month-old at home. I think that's all fairly accurate. I think there's nothing particularly untoward about what she said. But yeah. You kept on having kids. Yes, this is my yeah, third. Yeah, you did. Just stop at one. No, 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 no. But I like to run them back every eight or nine years. It's a very strange plan. That's that a I strange have. plan. I, uh, <laughs> I'd like to be babies forever, please. Yes, I like to keep them in, in the distant past. No, you did it. You did it and done did it. Two pregnancies, three kids. Kadoosh, kadoosh. Moving on. Boom. Yeah. Now I'm a eunuch. Which way did you go, Joe? Huh? Did you go with the, the no, full eunuch I or? Did, uh, I, I, <laughs> <just> <laughs> All right. Love so, my dog. Uh, 
so yeah, so the, so the, the so emo Liz is back with the hairstyle, um, and she's she's doing a thing in the music, and she's trying to figure it all out, and it's fine. Um, my man, uh, you know, oh, and then Red comes back and basically says, you know, gives a speech, and you know, Red Red knows an awful lot about old, uh, you know, old, old, old Mama um, Mama Mama Katarina Rostova, yeah, yeah Mama, Mama Rostova, Mama. Uh, to not be related. I I, I have to admit, Joe. I, I tell you, they're bringing this shit back. I, I know it's, yeah, I know it's misdirection. I know it's a red herring. I know it's misdirection. It, you, you know what it is, but, but, I, but still. I gotta say, I, I was I was in there. I was like, oh, oh. He's like, you know, it was an awful lot. Well, awful like when your mother, the whole pregnancy, she was. She there. was, and, but then when and you were born, you were born. She was happy as a clinic. All Red was Masha. there the whole time. Yeah. Masha, Masha, Masha. Mm. I don't know. I I have a a, a tough. I have a. It's I, they're messing with me. Yeah, I'm on, with you. I think they wrote that just much. for you. Think so? Too yeah. much. Yeah, I'm just saying that if, if it, what was the, yeah, you may, we may have to go back and blouse it up the other way. They might drag me far enough along that I'm blouse, I'm blouse so, twice for the same thing. So Red says, actually, <clears throat> I want you to have the baby. And actually, oh, he, he, yeah, you, you have to stay close because it's not safe. I can't protect you in, in Boston. So you can be with Tom, but you just, you just have to be here so I can protect you. And I want you to have the baby because I love you. I'm Red. And what do you think of that, Lizzie? What did she say? Get out of my house. Exactly. Get out of my house. God, I would love a hey, long time. I, I, spent, I spent three seasons dedicating my life to protect you. We were on the lam together. I just got you exonerated mm. from multiple counts of murder. No, nope. we were on the lam. No, nope. and I, I, I showed you the, the map. Team. I showed you the map of I what we're up against. What we're up against. We're doing it together. That map keep... had the affiliates and the actual out people on there. I just want to keep you and the baby safe. No, nope. with the baby. You know what you got to do? With the baby. What do you think? You get out of my house. Get out of my house. There you go. Suit yourself, Lizzie. That's it. And I have the a pregnancy massage for you. <laughs> The cage bird won't sing. She's sad. She's now. Am I not allowed to say this? Can I not say this? You yes. just did. Congratulations. Right. And so, then, then we open the door, and there's, and there's, there's, uh, there's, uh, what's it called? There's uh, Chris Christopherson, yeah. and 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 she's like, "Where would Zoe go? Oh, Red Butter. I red can really use a friend right now. You have a friend. His name is Red. You got me. He's was, a, but he's not. He doesn't have a baby right now. He's not. He's not. You're not an old woman either. I was good in the rose with Barbara Streisand. Uh, that's like Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I think was it the Rose? No, the Rose Bette Miller. I was good in uh, Star Is Born. Got it I was good in the Star Is Born. Yeah. Which, all right. Um, um, I'm old. Uh, last thing I'll say though, there is one you know, and, and I will give a non shout out to. I'm I'm sorry, uh, Sylvia and those, but I will give a non shout out to um, to Megan Boone on this last line. And maybe it's a writing. Maybe this is either it's, it's a fail to me in writing. It's a fail in acting. It's a fail in delivery. But our last lines of the show, and I'll, I'll, I'll act it out. Let's see if I can do this good. Hello? Is this the adoption agency? It's about an adoption. I'm giving up my child. I want to give up my child. Click. Well, I, I, apparently it was a writing because you were terrible really, too. That, that was, was, that really was bad. awful. So. When it says adoption that agency really, on the computer, really bad. Which is adoption agency. I'm, I'm, I'm the horrible. It says adoption <laughs> agency. When it says, I wrote it down. I read it verbatim. Oh, wait, these are the lines. Let me see. When it says, <clears throat> you can deliver these lines for okay. me. Oh lord, this is horrible. Wait, I'm sorry. This is. This no, is well, you know, okay, maybe right. it's for because okay, you got to think. I, 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 no, okay, this do, is verbatim. Okay, go. Hello, is this the adoption agency? It's about an adoption. <laughs> I want to give up my child. Oh. Now, now wait. <laughs> wait. When you, when you call the pizza place, you tell them you're going to order pizza. I mean... But if I'm looking on the thing and it says pizza, and do I go, 
Hello, is this the pizza place? Yes, you do. You know, maybe they didn't answer the phone. And maybe say, they didn't say Super Shady Acres Adoption Agency. Okay. Maybe they just said and then I no. say, which would, would what's, what's be a shady message? Anyway. It's a message. And then oh. I say, it's about pizza. <laughs> but there's a pause. I'm like, it's about pizza. I'm and then I said, and then I say, I want to order a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that? They're gonna I'm be the, so mad at us. They're gonna this, get this so mad. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> writing this whole. I do a podcast on AfterBuzz. I don't write a, a network uh, hit network show like there these you guys go. do. You're an actress. You're not acting on a hit network show like Megan Boone is. Right. I'm a producer for a living. I do stuff. I don't not not for NBC. You do stuff. Not not on that show. Joe, you do stuff. I do. Who are we to say? Who are we to say? Look at us. You're a gingerbread man for Target for crazy. Jesus, y'all need what do you know? Shit. <laughs> I, I I don't know how I deliver those lines because I I've never been a woman. So there you go. So right. I I couldn't I couldn't decide what would happen if I called the adoption agent. Jesus, you guys are meaner than me. Okay, what what, what uh, not possible? <laughs> We're just trying to keep up with you. Um. All right. Well, Mar- 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 Marcelli says uh, she didn't say it like that. I got it wrong. So maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe, maybe it wasn't. Maybe, but it was. You know, thank you, Matt B. Expositional vomit. Ooh. Expositional vomit. Eloquently put. Well, eloquently put, did a rom write that? That uh, was eloquent. Let's get some predictions in here. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Uh, Julia. Yeah. Let's. What do you What do you predict? Oh, Tom has a new job lady? lined up. Oh, that's right. Oh, he's wor- oh yeah. yeah. He's 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 he, working on some stuff. I think it's gonna be some criminal activity. Yeah, he's gonna line some stuff up. Now he has a family to provide Listen, for. On a teacher's got, salary, right? they're gonna fly. I don't think so. No, not, no. Not, not Tom. Tom choked out Liam from One Direction on the ground. You don't care. In a, in a, in a fight. <laughs> you don't even know. Or Harry. What a, what a, what a, <laughs> they're all the same to me. They're all on hiatus. My daughters are devastated. Oh, all right. God. Um, so, yes. And I did see a little um, preview. Uh-oh. I oh, did because I, I watched it on okay, I got I my TV back. What did I preview? Um, what did I miss? Uh, I want him to say it. Gina Sakatakos is coming back. <laughs> Return of the Saka Tacos. She's coming back. This is oh. a glorious day. Tom's ex-lover. Uh-oh. Talk about love triangle. Lover. He's got some things in the works. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Hello, lover. What was All she? Right. She was a corporate terrorist, right? Yes, if I recall. Right? All right. Excellent. Yeah. Saka Tacos returns. Yeah. So, uh, what, do you have a prediction? I, I just think that there's going to be some Saka Tacos. There's going to be a... Saka Tacos? <laughs> I'm not sure what it's going to be, but it's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. All right. Great. Uh, yeah, I got, I mean, I, I predict, I predict, I predict more from this show. I'm predicting get more out of this whole Charlene, uh, uh-huh. thing. I think it's going to, something's going to be up with Charlene and something or other. I do predict that if Lizzie does go ahead and give up the baby for adoption without Tom's consent, he's going to take the baby and run. Yes. Tom is? Yes. I don't think this baby... I don't see season four Lizzie bumping around with the baby, spy baby. Mm. I think that baby's going to be... They're going to find some way to write this baby. So you baby. think... That's possible. Season four could be like, chase the baby. Chase yeah, the, baby the, baby, the baby's kidnapped. Chase the spy baby. Yeah. yeah. Who has the I spy mean, baby? Don't ask the spy baby. Around. You know who's going to come get the spy baby? Katarina! Katarina! Yes! Katarina! Grandma's gonna raise that kid. <laughs> I'm gonna want to protect this baby. That's it? I'm taking yep. it. And Red's like, I had to call her. 
And yep. who's going to play her? Who's the actress? Who the oh, hell are they going to get? And, and Lizzie's good. like, click, click, I'm going to get her. Oh, it's on. Kind of it. Yes. God damn it. Who would the actress be? Who should they cast for Katarina? They haven't, we haven't seen her, right? No, we have not. Uh, no, Who would you bring her. in? Someone leggy. Someone leggy <laughs> like a mofo. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Two words. Hmm. Demi Moore. Demi? Oh, Demi would be strong. And scene. All right. Ooh. <laughs> That's all we got. Alright. Joe, where can we get this? Penetral is fun. Here, I should take this more <laughs> often. Right. Uh, my, my, uh, you can find me on Twitter. Is that Joe Filippo? J O E F L I P O. My website is josephsanfilippo.com. Yes. You. Me, me. Uh, Twitter and Instagram with my name, Julia Carely. J U L I A C E A R L E Y. Follow me. Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Snapchat, I'm Joe K Braz. And on Twitter and Instagram, I am at Joe K. Braswell. Thank you so much for joining us and listening to us and indulging us, Joe Flippo. What? Sharon Stone. I would say oh. Demi Ooh. or Sharon Stone. Those Sharon Stone. Stone. I, you know, I'm just saying. I would I Sharon, Sharon Stone. Stone. Well. Will she have a Russian accent? I, I, well, no, because she was an Asian. She wouldn't That's need true. it. That'd be dumb. She comes back with a Russian accent. Yeah, she can just drop really in bad. some Russian every now and then and get really hot about it. And then where are they going to put the jewels, Jules? In the corsets. That's You're right. going to over to the corsets. Thanks for joining you, <laughs> us, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 